This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chipper is here at 207. Chip is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Chip, in the last uh, 10, 15 minutes, the news uh, breaking that Damar Hamlin, has been released from the hospital, and he is now back in Buffalo. And it was one week ago today when this happened, and you just nailed it. It is amazing. A man who they had the authorities, who were brilliant, had him. they brought him back to life not once but twice. You do not know if he would live. You do not know what the lack of oxygen might do to his intellectual capability, and we still don't know everything. But day after day, Chip, more progress. Uh, the, the the pictures of him smiling during FaceTime, reacting to the remarkable touchdown return by the Bills in this news, I don't think any of us, just as observers, not as family. That's a totally different situation. I don't think any of us could have expected more in this relatively short period of time, considering what we witnessed less than seven days ago. Yeah, it is amazing, but I also think it speaks to the tremendous care that he got and the prompt action of the first responders and the medical teams there on the field. Because if that, think about if this would have happened 15 years ago. You know, maybe 20 yeah. years ago, did the NFL right. have these kind of processes and procedures in place where you can act that quickly and really save this guy's life on the field um, and give him an, an opportunity to have this outcome? You know, I think if you had told us a week ago that, you know what, he's going to survive, I would say he's going to be in the hospital a long time and who knows what kind of, you know, uh, lung function or brain function or, or yeah. what's going to happen when you're talking about having to give a guy CPR in the field. So it's nothing short of remarkable, but I think it, man, those, the, the medical staff and the, and the first responders there at the stadium and then uh, at the Cincinnati uh, hospital deserve just endless amount of praise for how they, how they handled his care. Without a doubt. You juxtapose that with what happened with Quay Walker last night. We're going to yeah. talk about this Packer-Lions game. But you have a Lions player injured, and you have a trainer come in the field who does what all of us have done thousands of times where you just kind of put your hand out 
and you're mm-hmm. sliding by somebody or you're just creating just a little bit of space. There wasn't a single aggressive action by the trainer at this particular time. And Quay Walker, who had been ejected from a game earlier this year for nonsense like this, pushes the trainer. Now, to the trainer's credit of that boy, Chipper, he turned around and he stepped yeah. towards him. I'm sure had some <laughs> choice words for him. And I know yeah. Quay Walker has uh, apologized today. But, my God, just a yeah. modicum of awareness of what is taking on. And I got it. It's a violent, emotional game. But you're also aware of injuries. And this isn't somebody who's coming on to, he's on the opposite side, so i got to be aware. It's a trainer. It was thoroughly embarrassing what Walker did last night. Yeah, and it's yeah, it is you know nice that he has come out today and apologized. But you you hit the nail on the head. The lack of self awareness and self control in that situation. He turned and saw that that was not a football player that put his hands. Like he saw that that was a team official that was just trying to scoot it over so he could get in to help the player. For him to shove him, and then if you watch it, there was another player. I don't know who it was. Yes. That kind of bumped the, the guy too. So it was two that were acting like idiots and. I, I imagine and I hope that the league comes down hard on him because you can't just say, well, he apologized, we'll let it go. No, there has to be punishment here. I mean, the kid needs to be punished, um, and he has to learn that this, you know, once, okay, this is twice now. This is twice where yeah. he's had a situation like this, and given everything that happened and transpired yes. last week, for right. him to do it in that situation is beyond idiotic. And so I, I really hope there's uh, some pretty stiff punishment for him. I agree. I think he needs to set out another game at minimum now. There will not be another game this year for the Packers. So I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to play another year myself. I think I'm in the minority. I think the money is too big. I think the hit is too hard against the Packers. I got it. Mm -hmm. He said uh, the Lions put it last night. I'm going to keep this jersey. We'll probably get plenty of drama. But if you told me right now, yes or no, is Rodgers uh, Rogers playing in the NFL next year? I'm a yes. Where are you at? I would say yes. Uh, you know, probably the popular thing right now is to say because of the emotion and how bad things look right now and just everything that transpired this uh, year, you say, yeah, maybe hang it up. But I agree. I don't think he's walking away from that kind of money. I don't think he'll walk away with that ending uh, as bad as it was and throwing an interception and and feeling like, um, you know, he performed so poorly. I think he'll, once you get away and kind of let the emotion of it die down and and reflect on it and reflect on how much money he still owed. um, Yes. I think, I think I I agree. I think he comes back. Uh, It just, you know he's not this Aaron Rodgers that we're we have in our in our you know memories and the image of him. I mean he's clearly lost some. Some of that might have been because of the injury, and it'll be interesting to see kind of what more news comes out of that, the severity of the hand injury that he dealt with. But um, it's not like he's washed up, right, and no. embarrassing himself. And so yeah. uh, I do I agree with you. I do believe he'll come back. 30 years of Favre and Rodgers and two Super Bowls, that is underachieving. Yes or no? Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, the comeback is, well, they did win two Super Bowls, and that's great. And, you know, sure. if, if you're 
if you're at a franchise that haven't, uh, you can't say yeah. that. But but right. it does feel it does feel like you've left something on the table, right? Oh, yeah. when you have hall of back to back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and that's all you have. And you know that's part of the narrative with Rodgers too. Is like he's flopped. Yes, it he is. Failed in the postseason, and that's got to be last part of three games. I mean, look at his NFC championship record, and then how about just the last three? He loses that championship game against the Bucs at home. He loses last year at home to San Francisco, and he loses this year at home to a Lions team that captivated us, but they were out of the playoffs. They're not a playoff team. They're not a playoff yep. team, too. Yes. Um, but, I, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a failure. Um, and he's he's really struggled in the, in the postseason, and, and – there's part of me that wonders if that won't be the motivation that burns for him to come back and, you know, maybe try to rewrite a little bit of that and finish it on a yep. different note. Um, but I, I, you know, watching that game, I was like, I like Dan Campbell. <laughs> he is a hoot. It was fun. Um, and yeah. I give him credit for, you know, that team plays hard for him, Chad, no matter yes, the circumstances. Do. And it'll be interesting to see. And Royce tweeted this out last night. Will they be the fashionable pick the division next year? Yes, without a doubt they will be. How crazy sure. does that sound? Like you're, you're going <laughs> to pick the lightest favorite to win the, the division. But you know what? I, I, you, you can make a case for it, that's for sure. Absolutely. And the quarterback now is playing pretty darn good when you thought yeah. he was just, you know, uh, when they were taking him just to get uh, draft choices. But now he's he had a very good season. Let's pause the chip, come back. We'll talk Vikings and Gopher men's basketball before this hour is done. Good guest on this large story about what happened to a Hamlin professor and the photo of Muhammad, an individual who's a part of this story, is going to join us at 235 on CCO. Chip Scoggins with us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Did you learn any? New information about the purple yesterday, outside of the fact that Nick Mullins may eventually be a superstar quarterback. Uh, I got to see some players I hadn't really knew their names play in the second half. But uh, no, I mean that was. I was t- talking to some writers earlier. Animals from the jump felt like a preseason game. Yes. Um, clearly, the the you know. The Bears were uh, playing backups and just Whew. trying to, you know, <laughs> secure that number one pick and see some some it players. It worked. So, <clears throat> yeah, crazy enough, it worked thanks to Lovey Smith. But no, I, I don't think we yeah. learned anything other than I knew it was right to get guys out of there and protect them. And the, and the Giants did the same thing. They they basically rested all their starters at Philly too. So, uh, so you, you should have two relatively healthy teams. Two teams that were, you know. Came down to a 61-yard field goal a couple weeks ago, so it's. I think they're pretty evenly matched, and that's um, two first-time rookie head coaches. Uh, yep. So it should be a pretty, uh, pretty, I think, even matchup, and just see who executes better. I was making this point to Collar on uh, Friday. I get, and I know you do too, how good Brian O'Neill is, and mm-hmm. he has been out there constantly. And it, it's not easy to lose a Brian O'Neill. But every year at this point, Chip, great teams. And by the way, there are great teams who lose too many players and they don't go far in the playoffs. But it is yeah. incredibly rare at this point where if you're going to go far in the playoffs, you haven't lost a player or two. It just yeah. is a part of the sport is so brutal. So, sure, 
he's missed, but don't act like uh, you're the only team and you're without one of your key players. Well, no. I mean, you're never going to get to this point and have all 22 starters. I mean, just that, that doesn't work. And and for the most part, the Vikings had dodged it early season. That was part of for their charmed sure. existence that they didn't really have any major ones. And, um, you know, we'll see if Bradbury gets back uh, this week. But, yeah, it's like – and he is – I would say O'Neal's probably a top, what, five, seven player on your team? Top five? Yep, for sure. Um, yep. So it's not like it's nothing, but it also is like you're not dealing with seven lost starters here. And so um, this is part of the deal, and this is where the depth issue has come into, you know, to play is like do you have the quality backups? And that was mm-hmm. something we've been talking about for two years that – if you get in this situation, it's all not lost because you have developed and drafted and signed quality depth, and and that's where I think people are still uneasy because when you look at their offensive line right now, it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's yes. it's that that to me is the biggest question mark going into this game is like, how can this offensive line hold up um, against? You're going to be facing some really good defensive fronts, and I just don't care how pro football focus favorably graded your offensive line yesterday. The Bears, they yeah. were already in Cancun. Okay, they they left. They were on their uh, their trip to yeah. warm weather. So they do get the Giants again, and this defense was dreadful. They were dreadful against the run and pass. Yeah. The reminder is that you're going up against uh, just an average quarterback and mm-hmm. a well-below receiving crew. Now, I got yeah. it. They've given up yardage to a lot of people, but this isn't one of those uh, passing teams where they just have elite players all over the place. They really don't have anybody who's elite passing, so they're going to give up some yardage. But there are a lot of worse – Lions are a worse matchup. The Packers maybe are a worse matchup, uh, matchup when you think it gets the, you know, the pass defense. This team shouldn't scare you at all in that area. No, I mean, obviously they want to run the ball with Saquon Barkley, you know, um, yep. and they want to and they want to win a certain way. But um, no, it's not like they have one area where they're like they're so superior to what you have, you know. No. And but it, but it goes back to Chad. Last time they played, remember Vikings come down and score, and this is sort of a microcosm of their whole season. And then just bam, 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 the Giants yes. go right down the field and make plays against them, and so. To me, this comes down to it really does. It, and go back to the game one. Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith dominated that game. They were the story yep. of that game against the Packers, mm-hmm. the way they pressured Rodgers. Can they have that type of performance where they absolutely control the line of scrimmage? And if they can, I think they're having a good chance to win. All right, you got about two minutes before you have to go. Marcus Fuller, good reporting for your paper on the true number of people enter yeah. Williams Arena, where the average is atrocious. It's mm-hmm. it's embarrassing. It's 3,300 a game, and they lose to my guy Freddie Hoiberg in Nebraska. Nebraska is playing a little better lately, but they're not that good, and Wisconsin's just decent. I mean, what needs to happen? Do they need to win for, like, multiple years where they have – 10,000 people there. By the way, that'd be well short of a sell-up, but 3,300. Yeah. You have parties at your house with more than 3,300 people, <laughs> I, You know, I, we had seen the, the, the crowd shots on TV, 
But when I saw those numbers, 3,100, 3,300, whatever it was, Whoa. for actual ticket, te- I mean, that has to be alarming. And, yeah, I mean, the only way to, to fix that is to win. I mean, you you because I, mean, I got to imagine, Chad, you can get tickets pretty inexpensive there right now. <laughs> yes. They're probably giving yes. them away, right? And Correct. people still are not going. And so the only way you're going to get people to go through the hassle that Williams Arena sometimes is parking and all that is to win. And the only way you're going to win is they have to get better, high, uh, more high-level uh, talent through the portal, yep. through drafting, or through uh, recruiting. I think Ben has done that with some guys coming in, the Evans kid from – from uh, California, but if he's going to hit the portal, you really need to be able to rely on those kids to play at a high level. And they just haven't been able to do that. And guard play, yeah. they, I mean, their guard, guard play is, it is. Wolf. That's it. Yeah. Yes. And they it, just, they're just, they're so far off the radar right now. Chad, it's, it's unbelievable. My friends, and I'm sure yours are the same who consume and go to sports. Go for basketball. Doesn't even come up in the conversation anymore. No, no, it's not. I mean, it's because it's, you know, I thought they were last year. I like the way that team played. You tell, you could tell they didn't have much talent, but I like the way they played. They played hard. They played together. They surprised you. They, they, there was just like a spirit about them. And I watched this team this year. I'm like, I, it's just not compelling. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't feel like it's moving in the, any kind of direction that, that you feel optimistic about. And so Ben has a lot of work. Um, and it does. It comes back to guard play. They have to get better guard play. Uh, I think through the portal, that seems like what you know the way he's going to have to get mm-hmm. here for a couple of yep. years. So that's that's the answer. <laughs> All right, brother. Enjoy the day. We'll talk soon. Okay, we'll see, bro. Chip Scoggins, the Hamlin story is everywhere. A Hamlin professor showed a painting of Prophet Muhammad. She lost her job. This is the headline from the Pioneer Press. The firing was aimed at containing the controversy that backfired. An individual, Mark Berkson, a religious professor to Hamlin, who's quoted in the story and is right in the middle of this story, Mark Berkson will join us on this and then your reaction on if you agree or disagree with how this played out. That's coming up after traffic and weather. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 